0: Let's go, folks. Time for the Gibby Show.
1: Hey, and doing baseball fans, and welcome to another edition of the Gibby Show presented by Miller Lite, the official beer of Major League Baseball and the Gibby Show. I'm John Arezzi, and joining me, the two time manager of the Toronto Blue Jays, member of the 1986 world champion New York Mets, the best selling author. The man who always tells it like it is direct from San Antonio Texas back in San Antonio after getting back from Yellowstone baseball life for himself John Gibbons John welcome back to Texas
0: Johnny hey hey glad to be back man good to see you yeah I don't know why I just don't move out there you know you know I've been out there six times in the last May to May so maybe you're there you enough.
1: Know, I think you're going there more there often enough, man. A, I think you're going there more often now to get away from your two dogs. <laughs> wayland, yeah,
0: and exactly. willie. Hey, they, wayland and willie you know what yeah i got two these beautiful labs man i, I think they're tough. i got three children grown children i think these dogs are tough <laughs> at raising kids or, crying. or it's usually the wife that does, has to do it both anyway
1: yeah i uh, <laughs> tell you they're getting huge they're getting huge and they're still young boys my goodness! Hey, but, we, uh,
0: hey, we eat good. At, we, we good here at the Gibbons household. I I'm trust sure, you. I know. I'm
1: sure you do. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Well, we got a great show for everybody today. Uh, we'll go over all things Blue Jays as we always do, Gibby and uh, John. You've secured another great guest for this week. We're going to bring on on the Gabbing with Gibby segment. Uh, course brought to you by Tim Hortons. That'll be Jays catcher. Danny Jansen. So that'll be a great one. It's a second time on the show, by the way. We'll have another Roast in Toast inspired by our friends at Miller Lite. But we're going to get right into it right now. Let's get to the leadoff. Gibby, the Jays remain at the bottom of the AL East, coming home from a seven-game road trip. They lost three or four to the first place, uh, Tampa Bay Rays, and then they won two or three from Minnesota, but there's a glaring stat here. They're 6-15 and 15 against those AL East rivals. The first week of June is right upon us now. And it's traditionally the time. I know Memorial Day, uh, it's not celebrated in Canada. But in, in, in baseball terms, Memorial Day is kind of a good indicator of where a team is going. Um, it's not early any longer. The, t- the season's here. We're g- getting ready to get into the depths of the summer talk about the jays and and what's going on right now
0: are they like ten ten twelve games under five hundred
1: no they're five they're one yeah, game yeah. above five hundred as we tape this
0: oh 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 so so they're playing average right now they're at least average you know you know what Johnny yes you know it's people don't want to hear it's early anymore but it is early you know it's not it's not like they're it's not like they're stinking it up you know they've had their yeah, this is what happens with expectations, right? When you bring in some new, new, really good players, and you think automatically it's gonna, and they got, and you could say they got off to a good start. The 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 one big concern probably is they've struggled in the American League East. You know, um, surprising? Yeah, of course, of course it is. You know, uh, maybe the good thing is that uh, you know you're not playing as many, many games against those guys until till the end when it matters. So you know. Uh, the end of the season is going to be that much more important. It looks like, you know, um, I think it was big. They won two out of three to finish up in Minnesota. Tampa losing three out of four. I don't care how good you are or how bad you are, it's tough to win down there for some reason. So I, I dismiss that, you know. But, but Tampa's got a great team this year. Obviously, um, I'm not worried. You know what? I'm a little bit surprised, but I'm, I'm not worried about them. I think they got the team that can do it. Now you look at the teams that are they're going to be running, looking at the save. It's a wild card they're looking at right now. It's a pretty good formidable teams, no doubt. And even with the, the things have changed a little bit in the American League West because you got Texas playing so good this year, and then naturally the World Champs, the Astros. Yeah, so it's it uh, the Central you can kind of forget that probably at the, obviously except for the whoever wins that thing. So it's going to be a dogfight. But I, I don't think you know there's, there's been some things you know the the, the uh, hitting hitting lately you know with guys in scoring position I think has been you know Brett's been an issue. Um, you know, maybe some sloppy play here and there. I don't know how accurate all that is, you know, as far as the sloppy play. But there's, you know, the what happens when teams start struggling and they start, you know, the, everybody and their brother wants to know why. You know, it, it's natural for players to start, you know, forcing things, right? Make things happen, you know, to, to help the team get a big win or something. And that's when things usually, you know, backfire because that's when you make mistakes, you run into mistakes, you're too aggressive, let's say, on a base pass. It's because not because you're being stupid. It's because you're trying to make something happen instead of uh, instead of uh, allowing it to happen, you know. But that's kind of human nature in a way. But yeah, it's uh, you know, there's some, there's some, there's a couple of things they got to get ironed out. There's no doubt in the in the uh, in w- one of number one is probably Alec Manoa. Uh Yeah, we'll get into that. In other a than that, yeah, but other than that, you know what? I think it's way too early to write this team off. They're they're a good team. They should be. But I, I've said, I said, I don't know how many times I said it when I was there. Listen, in the end, if we're good enough, we'll be there. And if we're not, we won't. It's, it's pretty much that simple. It's simple, You it know, is. it's, uh, yeah. You know, instead of like every day dissecting, well, what went wrong right. today? You know, we got to win
1: this many games,
0: blah, blah, blah. You know, it, it, it's, it's it's too difficult.
1: Well, that's kind of why the media loved you so much. I mean, because you kept it simple. It's like, if we're good enough, we're going to be there. If we're not, we're not. You know, I mean, that's kind of the bottom no. line. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, Bobby Cox, Bobby Cox, the first time I ever met a, you know, Hall of Fame manager, great dude. He, uh, I was talking to him. He says, uh, he said, something, We was talking, I somehow got on the media or something. Jerry Howarth, our longtime radio guy, was with us. So maybe media came up. He said, he said, give me John. He called me, I think. He says, hey, listen, all I ever do is just talk a lot and say nothing. There you go. That's what I'm trying to do. It makes perfect sense. Talk a lot. They'll write it down. Nothing. But, but say nothing. nothing. Well, I
1: tell you, you did have an interesting comparison when you look at the Jays who are, you know, around the 500 mark. You were mentioning a team a couple of years ago that won the World Series uh, being about the 500 mark, I believe, in August. And that was the Atlanta Braves.
0: Yeah, exactly. Going to win it all, you know. But, of course, it was around the trade deadline. Anthopolis made some key moves, right? Mm -hmm. Not Not the marquee players that... And he made in 15 when, with the Blue Jays, but he brought in some real gamers and he, he basically identified, you know, you almost have till you have till the end of July. You know, they, I think they maybe changed the date now. But the to assess your team. Right. And if you're in it right there that you, you, you acquire the players you need, they're going to put you over the top. That's what happened in Atlanta two years ago. OK, that's what the Blue Jays are doing now. They're looking at what they got, saying, OK, we may need to do that. We got month and a half. They're not going to disappear, and uh, I would be very shocked if that happened. I think they'll they'll hold their own. They're at home. They'll play well this week. You know, uh, schedule's in their favor. And then come come trade deadline, they'll make make a couple moves and, and be there. I thought, you know, I definitely thought they they could win the division. That may that may be stretching it a bit now, but uh, the beauty of the wild card.
1: Yeah, who expected uh, Tampa Bay to do what they're doing? I don't think anybody did. They're a great team, but this has been a really great start for them. But we're going to uh, go right into Manoa because that is kind of like when you look at the Blue Jays and you see the focal point of what everybody seems to be focusing on is this young man who's 25 years old. Uh, he continues to struggle. 11 starts. He's 1-5, 5.53 uh, 5. ERA, and he went 0-4 in his last seven games. And uh, compared to last year, he's getting fewer batters to chase. He's getting fewer first pitch strikes. He's getting uh, he's hitting the zone less. So there's a lot going on with him. Uh, last year, 25 quality starts, second best in the L.A. He was third in ERA last year, fourth in whip. Today, he's third worst in quality starts, third worst in ERA, last in the league in whip. Uh the Jays don't have the depth as what I'm about to ask you is pretty controversial. They don't have the depth in the minor league. So what would you do? And it's always a front office decision. Anyway, does manoa need to spend some time in triple a let's say if the Jays had the depth to kind of fix what's going on with them right now, what's going on with them, John,
0: you know, Johnny Hick, uh, I, uh, th- if anybody do that question, you know what they uh, it wouldn't be going on, right? Uh, yeah, you, you know it, it's kind of it's kind of a, it's kind of a mystery too, right now. Um, I can my thoughts are you know he made a big jump in innings, you know from the yeah, to twenty yeah uh, 2021,
1: one one hundred eleven innings pitch, and then you go to twenty twenty two one hundred and ninety six. That was a really big jump, and he's got fifty three innings pitched so far this year.
0: Yeah, so that could be a little arm fatigue. You know he he can't be injured. They wouldn't be throwing him out there. And they they these you know they're so smart nowadays. They know everything as far as injuries go. And and uh, so maybe it's just a little fatigue. Plus, I think what people forget, you know, this kid took the game on on the scene fast, right? Alec did. You know, second or third, whatever it was last year in Cy Young at a young age, or very little experience. Okay, and uh, but he's still he's still a young pup, right? He's, he's still learning. He's still he he had not he's probably never failed in his life and now but the big leagues is tough right mm-hmm. and, and, so, and so he's finally going through a little bit of that i'm sure he's pressing he's a human being he's got to be pressing and, you know they all do we all do you know uh but my I, I, my money my money's on him but i, I will say this if it, if it continues down this road for his own sake you know and if a confidence type thing and, and uh, it, he may end up going back down to triple you know, uh, Roy Halliday went all the way back down to a ball, you know, and then comes back and he's Cy Young, right? Just to just to you know figure some things out. It would be easy to do if he wasn't second or third, whatever it was in Cy Young last year, right? Bro, right, because he's that that good. And it's always that, it's always that fine line that it's harder to do to some guys. And you still he's been so good, you've seen it. It's not like you're hoping you've seen it. And you say maybe this next start it clicks. Maybe it's a next next start. Okay, and so you hold on to that instead of having to send him down. And, and uh, but without being in the clubhouse, you know, no nobody really knows except those guys, and maybe they don't, They can't even figure it out. But I guarantee, you, you know, when your confidence gets shot a little bit, and it has to. You know, you can you can tell me all you want, it doesn't. But it's you know, it 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 you know it's, it can be tough. It's a tough profession. But uh, I, I think you know what. What's the old expression? If it doesn't kill you, it makes you better. You know, and, and uh, someday he'll look back at this and laugh. Uh, but they'll do, what's, they'll do what's best for him, and they'll do what's best for the team, And uh, you, you know, regardless.
1: Well, everybody's rooting for him for sure. They want to see him turn it around. He meant so much to the team last year. He's so dynamic when he's on. So, um, as you said, you know, whatever, what makes you stronger? And uh, this is going to be, uh, be a they- big time for him when he turns it around.
0: Yeah, yeah, Johnny. The only the only thing that bothers you a little bit is he's he's not he's not hitting the strike zone like he used to, you know. Yeah. He's uh, and and that may be a thing, you know. Maybe he's, you know, uh, I don't know if his velos and stuff is still down a little bit, but that can come from arm fatigue, right? Yeah, that's what I was going to bring uh, up. Is that
1: a, a sign maybe of uh, a tired arm? When it you can't can be, you know. It,
0: I've, well, I've seen it because the reason being the guys I've had you know experience with. Is they so they try to maintain with with the only velocity they know you know in in uh, so when you get a tired arm it's not not coming out quite as easy they try to maintain that by humping up and reaching back for a little extra right and that throws out that you know that that can mess with the strike zone because you yank more pitches you're, you're just, you just overthrow a lot right so uh, but he he's not hurt or they he they would not be pitching him in, in uh, but you know what. Uh, I can guarantee you there's, there's never been a player in the big leagues that hasn't been knocked down a few times, right? This is the first time for him. Now it's how he's he going to react with it, and, and we all know what kind of ke- uh, kid he is, and we know he'll 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 figure this out. In the meantime, it it's not it hasn't helped the team, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, as you said, he has that Buffalo mentality. You always say that about the kid, and uh, Yes uh, it should be uh, you know it's a long season. Let's see him turn it around, and uh, it'll be the benefit for the jays the jays fans and everybody else so uh we wish him the best that turns it around as quickly as possible and you are listening to the gibby show presented by miller light and uh, john uh, in uh, the state it's it was memorial day weekend it's always the right time for uh enjoying some miller light and barbecue how'd you spend your uh, memorial day weekend
0: Oh, yeah. You know, you know, I had a couple and uh, yeah. cooked up some crawfish and, and uh, some steak. and uh,
1: Yeah, I was looking yeah, forward to seeing your a- crawfish, and then, you know, you put something up on the socials, and it's like, you open it up, I'm cooking some crawfish, and it was stacked with Miller Lights, John.
0: Well, I don't know what happened. Either that was my mistake, that they weren't in there, it was my wife's mistake, or maybe my two new lab puppies ate them, I don't know, but uh, but anyway... I had a couple of Miller lights. You got to teach it's those, time. It uh, like teach those time.
1: puppies to fetch. Teach those puppies to fetch you. When you say <laughs> Miller light, they go in the cooler and they bring one out to you. I'm sure. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it was no. funny down
0: here, but you know, uh, I, I've told you this before. I, my family's off of Boston, right? Mm-hmm. We, we eat lobster up there down South. There you get these crawfish, you know, they look like they're miniature lobster. Oh, I
1: know. And before
0: I met, before I met my new wife and, and uh, started eating these things, we used to fish with them. I thought they're great big bass bait, right? That's, now I'm eating them. Maybe so. Uh, it's
1: like, what's going on? Wash them down with a good Miller light. That's for sure. That's right. All right. We have one other thing to talk about, and that's the Jays' upcoming schedule. Of course, uh, it's been crazy for them. They've played, just finished playing 17 games in 17 days. They have one day off, and now they're playing another. 13 straight days. Uh they'll be facing the Brewers. They're going to go play the Metsies. They're playing my Metsies. Francisco Alvarez, they'll be seeing him for the first time. Then they go to Houston in Minnesota. You're you're playing the violin. It's a long stretch. It's not getting easier. John, but what your philosophy? You're playing the like uh the sad uh, violin, but that's sarcastic, isn't it? You got to tough it up and play. What yeah, you we... saying?
0: No, it's big legs, man. You know in the... Uh... And every team that has does the same thing, you know. That's the beauty of a, you know, the the the, the sport of baseball, right? Play 162 games. In uh, the the team that survive this and end up winning, getting there. It's it makes it that much more impressive, man, because you survive those. I mean, it's, it's not not easy playing that many games in a row. You know, you get banged up, you know, and it's it's a mental grind, especially if you're not playing. If you're playing great, oh, you breeze right through there right? When you're struggling, now it's beating on you up here, in uh but in the end, you know when you when you get into that postseason, you look back and you, it's pretty cool. But no, no, nobody feels sorry for you, you know. And, and uh, you know it's, it's better than playing thirty straight in the minor leagues as opposed oh, to seventeen sure. straight in the big
1: leagues. <laughs> in the that was South Atlantic League. <laughs> so gosh. <laughs> well, it is a yes. marathon. It is a marathon for sure, and you got to be tough to be in it. Uh, but you know. You're blessed to be in the game as well at this level. That's for sure. So tough it up. Yeah,
0: and these Keep guys are good. You. These guys are yeah. good. And they got a good team. They'll be fine.
1: That'll wrap up the leadoff. And now it's time for Gabbing with Gibbies, brought to you by our friends at Tim Horton's. And wow, Tim's new barbecue crispy chicken loaded bowls and wraps are here. It's a barbecue on barbecue experience. Delicious ingredients like crispy Sea glaze and topped with creamy barbecue sauce. You gotta try them now all at Tim's for a limited time only. The barbecue crispy chicken loaded bowls and wraps. That sounds delicious, Gibby.
0: Hey, Tim's Tim's isn't messing around, are they? That's a serious menu they got there.
1: Absolutely. And I believe that uh that there is a uh a post on your social media which had Tim's in the background. And I thought that was really cool. Do you want to tell us uh, what that picture was about that someone sent to you?
0: Yeah, I got this p- <laughs> picture. It's got yeah, it's got the uh, Tim Hortons restaurant there uh, in the uh, in the foreground. You got these three moose running running in front of it. You know, trying I guess trying to get through the drive-through or something. Yeah, but uh, they heard, they and, heard about those loaded bullets. Like, exactly, <laughs> but it's like. They, if that's not Canada, I don't know what is, you know. Uh but it was really cool and, and, and uh and somebody asked, Well, did my wife shoot that? No, I, I wish she had though.
1: Yeah, it uh, the, uh, the, the the quote was the most Canadian pitcher ever taken and whoever and who sent it this uh uh on Twitter, Melissa Johnston, and she did ask you, Did your wife take this pick, Gibby? Very cool pick. Very cool.
0: Yeah, the only the only way you could have made that even more ca- Canada probably is if there was like a four feet of snow right there they they were running through.
1: Absolutely. Well, now it's time for Gabbing with Gibby. We're so happy to bring on our Gabbing with Gibby guest uh, for the second time. He appeared on this program last year, one of the mainstays with the Blue Jays since his debut in 2018. He's had several big hits this season, two walk-offs in three days he's currently on the 10-day IL with a left groin strain uh, but let's bring on one of Toronto's catchers favorite of ours here at the show Danny Jansen Danny how you doing
2: doing good doing good thanks for having me back
1: <laughs> hey right. you look I hate to say you, you look a little tired a little
0: more tired is that how you say it more tired because <laughs> you've you've had a you've had a new baby, man, since the last time we talked to you, huh?
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, baby is actually Miles is seven months old today. So it's been flying by. <laughs> hey, but
0: I, I don't care what everybody
2: said. It is the most wonderful thing in the world, but it's work, man. It is work. <laughs> it's work. It, it's work. Yeah. You know, I got a great wife too. She she handles the, the ground of it during the season. Um, so it's 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 good. But you know, being on the IL now and stuff, you know, definitely being able to help out more, you know, if there's some. You know, earlier mornings and stuff like that, catching up on sleep and stuff. So, trying to get back, you know. But uh, you know, silver lining in it, of course.
0: Hey, hey, you know what? That does surprise me one bit out of you. But hey, you uh, you just talked about how what a wonderful wife you had. Didn't you hit that home run for her on Mother's Day or something?
2: Yeah, yeah. How about that? What a special day! It was the first Mother's Day uh, for my wife Alexis, and um, you know, and it was it was just a cool it was a cool way, you know, of of capping off a cool day already, you know. So definitely one I'm never gonna forget. It's uh, so definitely up there for sure.
0: Hey, you know, Danny, you know what? Talk about uh, – it's, it's funny when you talk – you know, it's, the word clutch has been brought up, I think, twice today already. You know, it's funny in baseball now, I, I, in this modern-day analytics or something, I've talked to some front office guys, and I've made the point. I said, this guy's clutch. This guy – you know, this is the guy you want up at the plate at certain times. And they'll say, well, clutch, that's not really a, a thing. You know, it's uh, – blah, blah, blah. I said – I think that's where you guys got it all wrong because there's certain guys – you know what? Everybody says you got to be able to slow the game down, right, to be good at the big leagues, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's part of being clutch, man. When the game on the line, when everything's ratcheted up a notch, some guys can do that. Some some guys can't. And some pretty good players can't do that, you know, when when it's – here it is, games on the line. You're one guy – you know, I was with you a brief time in 18 when you debuted, but there, there was something about you you could tell – you know, you got you got the utmost confidence, right, when you're back there. And this, you're 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 a rookie. You're cutting your teeth. You're trying to make it, right? But there's just some certain things stand out about certain guys, and you, you had that. For crying out loud, I don't think I ever got to walk off in. You
1: know,
0: <laughs> I I I've played about a year and a half in the big leagues, but in my minor league career, I don't think I ever. Man, I used to get that tight butt. You know, you get up there with a the game.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so there is something to it. I will guarantee you. You got that, man. You know.
2: Yeah, you know, the uh, the Mother's Day one, um, you know, base is loaded with two outs. Um, you know, it's definitely, you know, I, I remember stepping in the box and your heart rate's going a little bit, you know, for sure, for sure. Right. Um, and uh, you know, trying to get a good pitch to hit, I didn't even know what pitch it was that I hit, <laughs> and then I, I got a ball a pitch before that was at my kneecap and I got out of the way instead of wearing it and, and tying the game. What a selfish play! <laughs> no, you're thinking <laughs> of your wife, I just,
0: dude. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just couldn't help it, I just fell over and dodged it. But uh, then the, the second one, I remember stepping in the box, and my, my heart rate was definitely calmer. I was just like, I was almost like, man, I got this, you know, and that was that was that was different for sure um probably because there's less than two outs i try to simplify it i just try to get the ball in the air on the yankees one a couple of days later and i ended up first pitch swinging trying to lift something and i hit a homer um so it's a little bit simpler with the first one you know mother's day it's like you got to get a hit right it's two outs base loaded or get hit um but um so yeah i think it was a little bit simpler mindset for me on the second one but um heart rate was going on both for sure a little bit but um yeah it bit, it's been fun man it's it's uh you know, it's definitely uh, an amazing feeling getting to walk off and, and ending the game for your team and stuff like that. And, and I was definitely feeling confident for both times getting in the box.
0: Well, couldn't have to a better guy. That's for sure. All right, Johnny, fire away over
1: there. All right, the first uh, question I have, obviously, is about the injury. I mean, uh, uh, what's your rehab process? Is it just resting day to day? Is there certain uh, regiments you have to go through to kind of get back? And what's the uh, – Estimated timeline for you to, re- for you to return.
2: Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's uh, it's a groin one. So as a catcher and stuff, I think that it's just building back strength and getting mobility back, which I did right away. Um, so, uh, you know, it was um, a day or two after, you know, I started feeling a lot better, actually. So I think it was really the running that's, that's going to be, you know, maybe take a little bit of time. But for the most part, my range of motion and the strength was pretty good. Uh, you know, day or two after the injury, which is a good sign. So now it's about day, I think it's about day five or day six, maybe now. And um, so far, so good. I feel great. It's, it's the same thing. It's kind of just building strength up again with it and uh, doing activity, um, you know, with just certain, you know, change of direction and stuff like that. So it's been really good. So I'm, I'm excited to go back, you know, to go to go today and hopefully, you know, start running early this week. Um, maybe, you know, maybe I'm always, you know, trying to push it farther and, and do things fast, right? I'm trying to get back after two days. But um, I understand that, you know, it takes a little bit of time, but, um, you know, I'm feeling really good about it. So hopefully it's a quick one. Been on the IL, you know, far too much for my liking the last couple of years. So, you know, definitely yeah, you had
1: the oblique. I mean, there's uh, been other uh, setbacks for you, but uh uh everyone's looking forward to getting back sooner rather than later and i know it was uh retroactive to may 25th so uh hopefully uh you know really soon you know, we see yeah. you back uh out there playing and uh you know with the team well, right I now yeah absolutely you. absolutely but the team right now what you know what's kind of you're there every day you're seeing what's going on i mean there were high expectations in the beginning it's a roller coaster ride throughout the season obviously yeah. but the team right now is clearly uh, underperforming uh uh, you know, any thoughts on that? And uh, uh, this is the time to get tough, obviously. So i uh, love to get your assessment on what's going on with the Jays. Yeah.
2: Um, you know, the good thing is that, we, you know, we never lose each other in the clubhouse. It's a great, great group of guys. Um, you know, We understand that it's hard. We have leaders, guys with a lot of experience, you know, guys, um, you know, have been in the league for a while now. So um, it's, it's a great, great group of guys. And we understand that it's hard. And we understand that, you know, we're going to go through skids like we kind of, you know, just kind of came out of and just went through and stuff like that. And it is a roller coaster ride. So, um, yes. yeah, you know, as long as we got each other in that clubhouse, which we do, we understand that, you know, we're going to pull for each other and, and, you know, we're gonna work our butt off and for each other and, uh, you know, come out of this thing, you know, look at each other in the face and saying, you know, you gave it your all. So I think it's just, you know, baseball's tough. And then we go through skids like this, but the one thing I will say is it's a great clubhouse in there and we haven't lost each other in there. So I'm just going to keep pushing, keep fighting.
1: Yeah, the chemistry is really there. You could see it w- with uh, the interactions of the players, and you love watching the chemistry of the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, I do want to ask a question about Manoa. Uh, you caught uh, him just one game this year versus Baltimore on May 20th, which was one of his better starts of the season. What do you think's going on with him? He seems to be a different pitcher in a way than the last couple of years. Can you pinpoint anything that you think might be going on with Alec?
2: You know, no, he's a bulldog. You know, he's, uh, he's, he's our guy. He's, he's proven it. He's proven himself. Um, You know, it's, I I, I really think it's one of those things where, you know, he hasn't um, struggled that much in the big leagues before. So, um, you know, when, when it happens and and stuff like that, you know, which it's obviously bound to happen to anybody. um, You just got to fight through it, push through it. And I think that he's on his way, way through it. You know, it's definitely, you know, nobody holds himself to a higher standard than, than Alkmanoa. You know, he's, He's, uh, preparing, he's gets his body, right. He is ready to go out there, you know, every start and go seven at least. And I can tell you that everybody on that team believes he will. So it's just, you know, a little, little skid for himself, I think. And he's finding a way to to fight through it, but I know everybody's, you know, trusts him and got his back and, uh, understands that, you know, we believe he's going to go seven every time he's got the ball too.
1: Yeah. Talk about the impact of Chris Bassett as well. I mean, that he's had on the pitching staff, he's come over from the New York Mets uh, and he was uh, so uh, he, he provided stability for the Mets yeah. last year, all season long. And he seems to be providing that as well for, for the Jays. What's your uh, assessment and what's your opinion on Chris Bassett and working with him on, on the team?
2: Yeah, he's great. Uh, he's definitely, it's definitely different. He's one of the only guys that calls his own game with uh with the pitch thing, you know, and that's, uh, that's definitely a different feeling, right? But, um, you know, the guy prepares, you know, I've I caught his first start and it was uh, it was it was an ugly one. That first one, you know, and um then I caught him again in Pittsburgh Uh and that was when he was rolling, you know, and I think that it was just, you know, the first start was the first start. Right. It's just, you know, sometimes it takes oh, yeah. guys a couple of times. Which it's whatever. Right. So yeah. definitely came out of that. And he's been he's been a pro for sure. He's uh, he's got. You know, 30 pitches, it feels like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah,
1: very intense. Yeah. Also, very intense, very intense guy. And, yeah, uh, just
2: yeah, like intense, competitive, and you love that. It's yeah. it's great. You know, it's it's great to see that. You know, there's there's uh you know, he makes a pitch and you didn't execute it, and you know, you can hear him on the mile, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's great though. I love that. So uh, yeah, but he prepares, man. It's it's fun to be in those meetings when he's gonna go and get the ball. And it's it's different when you know you're you used to calling the stuff, calling the pitches, but when a guy's got so many things, the biggest thing is a catcher and pitcher. You want to be on the same page. You want to have that that flow, that rhythm, and that with the with the clock only being like 15 seconds, you know it's it's a bit difficult. So he's definitely grabbed that um, and, and and made that adjustment, and it's been it's been good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And
1: I got uh, one last thing, and this is directed to really Gibby, because in our discussions on the show, he's always singing your praises. I know you guys met 2018, John. I mean, but there's something special about Danny that you that you seem to always put him up and say, "What a great player he's been." And I, I like to just kind of get why is Danny Jansen so special with John Gibbons?
0: Well, number one, he's a he's a tremendous young man and still young and in a good family. Man, he's got all the he's got all the characteristics that you want you, you want in an individual. So he can throw the fashion out out the window he's a stand-up guy all that and what we're talking about here he's just a true he's a throwback baseball player right he he he, uh he's like a manager's dream he's a pitching staff's dream and you know the first time I got you know I knew about Danny I'd seen him play you know with the spring trainings and all that but when he first came to the big leagues he got his opportunity in 18 that's where Russell was at the end you know he came came in took over for Russell and you could just tell, you know, and, and it's not easy getting there to the big leagues the first time. But you could just tell he carried himself like a pro. You mean that there's there's certain things you look at, at, at. You know, you see a lot of guys, young kids come and go, and there's certain things you look for. And a lot of times you're right on. It'll tell you does this guy got a chance to make it. And a lot of it's the way they carry themselves, the way they uh, they move, or how they handle failure, because it's nothing but fair. And you said, and all those good the the things you want to see, Danny had, you know, and. Um, and you know, we, he came up in on a team that wasn't very good at the time. We were taking our lumps, but he did a tremendous job with the uh, pitching staff. Uh, so yeah, and it just—it's—it it's, sticks out, you know. And like I said, he, but even more importantly, you know, he's a man's man. He's—he's a, he's a good dad, and good family man, great husband, all that stuff, you know. So
2: Thanksgiving. Damn, dude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I meant – Hey, no, no, seriously, I met that, but hey, you know, earlier we were talking about. Um, Manoa and, and about the team, right? And I think what people don't understand, you know, there's, it's like, you know, you get on you know, social media or you know in the just your 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 hometown medias or whatever it is. When you go through a little struggle, let's start with like Alec, right? You know, if 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 uh, you know he he, I think he, he made a huge jump in innings pitched, right? You know, from the year before, he, he knew new to the big leagues. I think he might have been over two hundred innings. That takes his toll. Maybe that that might be affecting him a little bit. Maybe not. Probably not. He's a young guy, but it doesn't take much to get out of whack, you know. And and when a guy and when the guys struggle in the big leagues, it's like everything's like here. It's like you're not you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to go a month or two months struggling and nobody's even gonna notice because that's the big leagues and that's why the big leagues is so tough. And the same thing with the team, right? You go through those skids. It's like, oh my gosh, what's wrong with this team? You know, we're built, we're guaranteed to win the World Series. No, it ain't that easy. But it's like, what, what's what's wrong with them? You know, and uh, and you know, we do it on these show now that I'm a media darling, dude. You know, I'm like <laughs> – but no, one th- one thing I but one thing, and I think it's very important. I, I the teams I manage, same same stuff happens. Some pretty good teams, right? You, you hit those lows, and you're going okay because here it comes. They ask, "What's wrong? What's wrong?" Yeah. You're not going to win every game. But I used to t- I used to tell the media all the time I said, listen, if we're good enough, we'll be there. If we're not, we won't. It's pretty much that simple. And you know what? We got a good team. Let's, let's write it out. Instead of like dissecting it. Well, you know, we, we we're on a two for three, two, two wins and eight losses. Okay. You know what? The, the team with a better record down the road, they, they got the same, the same thing's going to happen to them during the year, you know? So it's yeah. kind of, that's kind of, you know, what makes the big league so tough, you know, in the, but what what makes it even nicer nowadays though is you got the wild cards, you know, and yeah. and, uh, and and it's not easy in that American League East, man. That's a bear. I don't no, care it's a beast. Yeah, it, it is, you know, and it and it's intense and all that. So, uh, but you know, that's why we said earlier too that the team needs you when you get back. You just you provide that leadership, that calmness. You know, I I know what's going on. You know, I got some Pete Walker's little buddy of mine, my old pitching coach. You know, he, he, we've talked many times on how you know who. How the pitching staff relies on you, you know, and and, and uh, that's a common influence. And you talk about even Bassett calling his own pitches. Very few guys could do that because, it, and I and I think it's important. I think it's better
2: most of the time when the catcher catcher's got a better feel what that guy's got
0: than he does. You know, most of those guys. You know what? Do you agree with me?
2: Yeah, sure? yeah. And that, there's one thing that he does well too, though. It's like you know, if if we get a reading and stuff behind the plate, it's if we call something. It's all right. He's, he's all in. You know what I mean? Because, you know, you're right there. Right. And and you do see stuff. You see if a guy's cheating something or if you have a feeling that he is or he's diving and all these things. And he's got all these pitches that, that go each way that can kind of almost exploit that. Right. right. So he does a good job of kind of having it's not like his way or the highway. Right. Like if there is something, you know, and he's he's very good, he's on it. And if there is something ever then that, that we see and stuff like that, you know, we definitely have the reins to to, to call it, you know.
0: Right. Well, yeah, but he's different. There's, there's some, there's a few guys like that, you know, veteran guys that have been around. Right. And we had, we had Russell Martin on the show a few weeks ago. And he was even talking about, you know, we were asking him about the, you know, the calling signs and he, he was kind of, he didn't really understand. He's like, he didn't really understand how it all worked (laughs) in, but Russell made the comment on, you know, sometimes the these pitchers get blinded out there. I'm sitting back here catching it, you know, and they get, they get racing. You know, the the catchers, the good catchers anyway, they, they could they, they see it reality where a lot of times those pitchers don't, you know, and, and uh that's that's why you had the confidence of all those guys because you know what? There's there's an art to that. that's not yeah. something that everybody has, you know.
2: I remember after the after the first tough start with Bassett, right? It's it's like um I remember feeling after that game, it's like I don't want ever my guy on the mound to think that it's like all on him. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted to – it's like almost like I want to take the blame for – you know, if a guy gets crushed, I want it to be, like, my fault. You know what I mean? Instead of instead of the pitchers where, I, you know, I didn't want it to feel like it was all on him because he's the one making all the calls. You know what I mean? It's, like, it's different. It's just, like, you know, it's uh, – instead of, like, you know, the catcher making the calls and being in it, um, and if something happens, you know, it's, you know, I'll take the blame for it. It's like, all right, that was, you know, I could have been a dumb call on my part. You know what I mean? It's like kind of missed that a little bit, uh, which is, it's just a little different. But um, yeah, it's, it's uh, definitely taking some time a little bit. You know what I mean? With, with, with the pitchers calling it, but the rhythm is important. And you know, if a guy's on it like Chris Bassett is and does, his, does his homework and reads swings on the mound, he's, he's good at it. You know what I mean? So it, it's good. Oh yeah.
0: Hey, that's why you're going to be a good manager someday. But you probably make enough money in the game; you won't
2: you won't have to go that
0: coaching route. But anyway, <sighs> no. But if, if you think about it, uh, you're one of those. You got that mentality, okay? I'm going to take responsibility for that because there's a lot of guys out there go, "Hey, you threw the damn thing." Hey, don't look at me, you know. And and, and there's a lot of guys running around that don't want don't want the responsibility. That's where you stand up and see. That's what good managers do too. You know what? When the when the team's scuffling, it's okay. You know what? It's not you don't start you can't point fingers and say, Well, we're not doing this. You know, say, like, hey, you know what? We gotta figure it out. It's my job to figure it out, right? And then when the team's good, they you know, you, you guys get all the credit, which you deserve, you know. So that's that mentality, that's a winning mentality. Everybody doesn't have that though now. You know, it's easy to make excuses, you know. And nobody hey, it's hard to look in that mirror sometimes too now. Yeah. It really is, you know. Yeah. So all right, brother. Well listen, man, hey uh you got a long season to go. You know what? Uh, but they, I'm going to tell you, they're not going to win, and they let's get you back. So, the, the, you know, the sooner the better. Obviously, with that, you know that uh, you, got you got Milwaukee. You got we got Milwaukee coming down. Our big first baseman, yeah, big first, he's coming back tonight, man. Hey, he's he's turned into hey, rowdy, man. Best. He got a great baseball name. He's done a pretty good job over there in Milwaukee. Make sure you tell him hello for us, will you?
2: Yeah, I will. I will for sure. You know, rowdy, rowdy. Actually, he uh officiated. A, my wedding. <laughs> what know. he did? Did you, did you know that? Yeah, yeah, he, he, uh, oh. yeah. He, uh, he officiated um, when we had it, 2022. Yeah, yeah. He did a great job too, Rowdy. You know Rowdy. He did a great job. He, he crushed oh, it. I
0: love Rowdy.
2: He crushed I'll be it. Not,
0: what is he a minister or what? No,
2: no. He, he just you know I I asked him to do it almost um, you know not not as a joke but I just kind of asked him. He's like, yeah. He's, he took it by the reins, and I was just like, all right. And then next thing you know, you know, down the road, it's like, oh, yeah, Rowdy's buried us. It's like, all right, here we go. Awesome. <laughs> you know, I've
0: heard of that happen. People people are going that right? That's pretty cool. So, uh, you see, so then you, I didn't know you guys were that tight. I guess you are, man.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got drafted together, played at a lot of levels together. <clears throat> you know, we uh, played in the big leagues for, for you know, a little bit together, too. So, I've been at pretty much every level with Rowdy. And, uh, and I'm proud of him over there. He's doing well. He's doing well.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I tell you, I hated to see him get traded, man. You know, because – he, you know he when he came up man you can just tell he's got that that too right i mean the sucker can hit you know so yeah. that's a pretty good that's a pretty good group you had that came along at the same time over there yeah. yeah
2: yeah yeah is uh yeah there's definitely quite a few of us still around uh, Timmy stuff. Meza, timmy Timmy me and timmy Mazza, are uh, two guys still left but um yeah
0: well romano too
2: romano you know, too yeah yeah,
0: yeah. That's, that's that's a pretty good core man that's a vital pieces. but anyway hey listen we're proud of you we're rooting for you. Get, get yourself healthy. Get back there and, uh, you know, lead the way like you always do. And, uh, hey, sometimes remember, you always got to – everybody's got to take that, that flack. It's coming. You know what? But in the end, man, you get the last laugh.
2: Yeah. I right? appreciate it, man. Thank you.
0: All right, pal. Now go get ready to go feed time, man. It's your turn, man.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Yeah. He's about to wake up. So it is.
1: Thank you You're so much, Danny, for from- joining us.
2: Yeah, thanks gonna for, be having dying for a road
0: trip. You're going to be looking for a road trip, man. i got to get some sleep.
2: <laughs>
0: Danny, thanks, pal. Good luck.
2: Thanks, guys. Say hello
0: thanks, to the man. boys.
2: Okay, I will. Bye-bye.
1: Appreciate it, man. Another great gabbing with Gibby. And, of course, uh, that's brought to you by our friends at Tim Hortons. What a great guest Danny is, John. What a great guy. Yeah,
0: you know, hey, Danny, Danny's just got it. Got it together, you know. And I'm, I'm just talking about life, right? Yeah, but hey, I think the most impressive thing is Rowdy Telez married him for crying out loud. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> maybe that's what you and I ought to be doing, man. We ought to get our. Uh, I don't know. Can we get a reverence? I want to ordained. I wanna be ordained. Whatever. Want to be ordained? A
1: good little side <laughs> hustle, right? Yeah, that's oh, right? crazy stuff. But uh, anyway, you do it. You
0: do it in you. You do it in Nashville. I will go out there. And do it in. There we in, go.
1: Yeah. Yellowstone. There you go. And then if I ever get married, then you could ordain <laughs> me and, you know, and, and do my wedding. Yeah. That's exactly. It, it, ain't ha- it ain't happening at this age. I'll tell i got no, no patience at all. Uh, anyway, that was uh, a great, great uh, interview. And uh, now, you know, inspired by our friends at Miller Lite each and every week, we're going to get the roast and toast for the week. And, uh, John, we're going to start off with the roast. Uh, Oakland A's. They lost their eleventh straight game this past Sunday. They're eleven and forty-five, and they're on a pace. I, I I can't believe I'm even saying this. They're on a pace to break the 1962 New York Mets record of forty and 120. It's crazy. They're 24 games behind the AL West leader, Texas Rangers, already. They're 21 games out of any wildcard spot. A sad story for a once great franchise. They're roasting, yeah, them. Johnny. I,
0: I tell you what, I, you know, I, I, it's you know they're 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 trying to move the team. I think they bought some land or something. So maybe may, I don't know. In maybe Vegas. they just yeah. So they're just stripping it down is as, as, to basically nothing I mean, to make it more attractive to some a buyer or something. I don't know because, but yeah. Oak, the Oakland A's are one of the most storied franchise in baseball. You go back, you know, you go back to, you know, the uh catfish hunters, Reggie Jackson, the Blue.
1: Three World you know, Series uh, in a row row in the seventies.
0: I go on and on. Three. Sal Band, Sal Bando, uh, Joe Rudy, Raleigh, Raleigh Fingers. Yeah, does it get any better than that? Um yeah. so you know, what what what's going on? I mean, that should that should never happen in in the not in today's day and age.
1: Team. Not with free agency. Not with the way international players are integrated in the game. But when you're yeah. when you start the season 11:45, it ain't looking good. And ain't. But I'll tell you, I am happy in a way because that 40 wins and 120 losses as a, as a Met fan all my life. I want to see someone else take that and run with it. Even Eddie Cranepool says that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey you know the, i guess well okay if that, i guess that's uh that's a victory there but be you know the only good thing time. about it the only good thing about this whole thing is i guess if you're a young player and you're getting an opportunity there you may this may propel you and some of those guys if they're in other organizations aren't even getting a, getting a chance probably not even getting called up or not not right by now anyway so maybe that's maybe that's the good thing but yeah, it's, it's sad to see. It, it should never happen. It's uh, sad for baseball. Uh, yeah, it's let's, for go. Baseball. let's go.
1: Let's uh, go. Toasting, I mean, this is a whole different thing, but uh, what an inspirational story happened in baseball. So this week we're going to toast Liam Hendricks, uh, one of the most incredible stories of the 2023 season. Here's a guy who was diagnosed in December with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Uh, Chicago White Sox closer, and um, he battled to get back. He told the team in spring training, all right, you can put me on the 60-day IL, but I may come back before that, and he did. They activated him uh, Monday And last night I was watching um, uh, some TV and I got an alert on my, on my screen that he was coming into the game. So I immediately switched to MLB network and there he was And the whole place erupted to see him take the mound. He composed himself uh, the ovations from both teams. And he actually pitched in last night's game. What an inspiring story. And you know him. Well, yeah,
0: Johnny, yeah. it, It, Yeah. Yeah, that's life, you know. You know, we get caught up in in uh, the entertainment business and sports, and this this is big to all of us. You know, they're yes. sports fans. Uh, but yeah, Liam and pitched for us in there in uh, in Toronto, and it, just a wonderful guy uh, if, uh, from Australia. Just a just a good dude in uh, with a great arm, right? And when he fin- when after he left us, uh, you know, he finally started putting it together it became a closer. You know, signed that nice big deal that there with the, with the White Sox. Mm-hmm. But then you know, reality of life sometimes hits hits you, right? Nobody—that's very rare, especially such a young, you know, for a young man. And then to to, to conquer it so fast, and the, uh, you know, it's it just kind of it's just a good feel-good story, you know. And, and uh, but sometimes we need, you know, we 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 need some of those kind of stories that kind of kind of snap us back to, you know, what's what's really important in life.
1: Yeah. And it was great to see him come back and take the mound. It was just yeah, very, very emotional. It really was. Well, John, that's going to wrap it up for this week's edition of the Gibby Show. Don't forget to order your book, Gibby Tales of a Baseball Lifer by Gibby and Greg Oliver, audio book coming soon. For John Gibbons, this is John Arezzi. We'll talk more baseball with you next week right here on the Gibby Show. Have a great week, everyone, and go Blue Jays.